0: Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Charles. Enjoy.
1: Hello, and welcome to episode four of the Crypto Entrepreneurs Podcast. I'm your host, the Crypto Guy, and today we're sitting down with content creator and digital marketing specialist, Michael Nye. Michael, how are you doing today?
0: I am doing good, my brother. I'm doing good. Just been working hard. How are you?
1: Good, good. Busy week, you know, just trying to get through these interviews. Um, I know you've got a ton going on. So before we jump into that, can you just give us a little background on yourself and kind of talk about how you got introduced to crypto?
0: yeah definitely so uh i was first introduced to cryptocurrency in like 2012 2013 time frame uh very very briefly you know i was i bought some bitcoin to to buy some stuff online uh like introduced i got introduced to litecoin and and researched why this was relevant and why it was important but I didn't really comprehend it, you know, I think I was too young, too immature, too scattered in terms of my focus and things to really get like, the concept of why cryptocurrency was important, why it was needed in in the overall scheme of the world. Um, And so a couple of years went by. I did a whole bunch of different things. I dabbled in creating mobile apps. I wrote a few books. Uh, I uh, guided meditations. I traveled the world, uh, and nothing really stuck with me. Nothing was uh, uh, pulling it, pulling at my heart or pulling at my attention so deeply uh, that I had to stick with it. And. Um, ended up taking some time off of, of kind of the entrepreneurial path, working in some kitchens and, and working in some automotive shops, learning some basic skills that I had never learned before and and taking time to myself to learn what it is that I really, really wanted to do with my life. What I really wanted to, to, uh, give my time, my energy and attention to, and, about middle of 2017, my buddy hits me up. He's like, "Hey man, you got to check out this cryptocurrency stuff. Uh, it, it, it's popping." And I remember that. Uh, I remember that I had been interested in it before, and uh, I started to get back into it again. And the rest is history, man. Here I am today.
1: Right on, man. That sounds like a lot of people in this space where you know, like myself, I heard about it didn't think too much about it and then later on down the line you hear about it again and i think that second time around it really clicks with you and that's when you start doing all this research but so it sounds like you've been an entrepreneur for a very long time uh you talked about mobile apps books guided meditation you're a world traveler and then you kind of found your way to crypto so glad that you made your way there you know you're you're doing so much for this space so, can you kind of give us just a brief overview of everything that you're currently working on? Yeah, man, I'll
0: keep it as brief as possible. So, right now, obviously, I'm I'm, I'm building the the Nai brand out, uh, talking a lot of uh, about different like crypto uh, conversations and and kind of like a broad overview of what I think the space is going to do and, and things like that online. Uh, that's been growing pretty well over the last. I started it in March of 2018, so about 11 months now, uh, or, yeah, just about a little bit under 11 months. And so that's been that's been going good. I do a bunch of live streams there, and and part of that it re- actually revolves around me traveling uh, to different parts of the world to uh, go to cryptocurrency conferences, speak on panels, do a couple keynotes here and there, and uh, yeah, just just spread the good word, you know, share my opinion on what I think things are things are doing and, and where they're headed. Um, besides that, like I've got uh, my marketing company. Uh, marketing company is called Elevated District, and really what we focus on at the marketing company is helping some of these crypto companies and startups uh, get their messaging right, get their branding right, uh, and and learning or teaching them to to uh, interact with their community properly. Uh, many times, these, these companies completely ignore or forget the fact that they have a community, they don't know how to interact with them, they don't know how to communicate with them, and the fact of the matter is, while the tech is extremely, extremely, extremely important, the community is almost just as important as the technology is. Uh, if you don't have a community that supports you, that is, is, is a positive driving force behind what you're doing, you're probably going to be very irrelevant in the space. And finally, right now, I just launched, actually about two weeks ago tomorrow, I launched my podcast, uh, Evolvement, uh, the financial podcast. And I'm really excited about this. This is more of like a passion project to me. Uh, It's something where I want to share as much about cryptocurrency as possible with as large of an audience as possible. And a podcast is a great way to do it. And it's a great way for me to learn. So I get to sit down with some of the heads of this industry, some of the heads of economics and and the financial industry and learn about the systems uh, that are currently in place and learn about the potential of where these systems could go and how they could be revolutionized by blockchain technology and by cryptocurrency. So those are really the three main things that i have going on and 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 it's a lot but i'm having a lot of fun with it
1: i don't know how you manage all of it to be honest with you you know first and foremost you've got your brand you're huge you've blown up on twitter and i think a lot of people are trying to do that so a little bit later we're going to touch on kind of some of those points hopefully you've got these conferences that you're constantly going to you're traveling the world which is you know a lot of people's dreams so we can touch on that as well you've got your podcast which you just started very recently Listen to it; it's great. Um, you know, we're kind of in the similar feed- field. I focus more on the entrepreneurs and how they've built their businesses. You're focusing on the finance side, which I think is just as important, if not more important, because that's really what's going to drive this space. You're really speaking with the leaders and titans of industry, and then you've got your your marketing company, Elevated District. Um, and you talked about the community and how projects are very community driven. They they seem to do extremely well, and I would have to agree with that just on the fact that. I've seen one too many companies where they've got the drive, they've got the motivation, they've got the tech, but no one really rallies around them because they aren't interacting with their community. So I really like what you're doing with that. Kind of moving on you know, from some of the stuff that I said we'd kind of try to touch on later, you have absolutely blown up on Twitter. You're traveling the world. I think a lot of people who are in this space are kind of trying to do the same thing where they want to explore their passions and they want to be able to speak at these conferences and they want to grow an audience so that they can show off their knowledge and kind of live the life you're living. So, you know, this podcast is all about how entrepreneurs have been successful, the businesses they've created. So can you give us some tips on growing a social media presence and using your social media influence to kind of turn this into a full-time job? Yeah, man, I mean, the fact of the matter is, we'll start,
0: we'll start with like the quote unquote influencer side of things, you know? Uh, people don't like being called influencers. I don't really call myself an influencer, but I'm, I'm gonna use that word just in this context just for the sake of the conversation. Um, so in terms of like the content creator influencer side of things, I think there's too many people that are just like trying hard to become something. Uh, You know what I mean? It's like trying to become something that they're not uh, rather than just doing what they would do normally and sharing it with people. Right. So like my whole social media presence is all about just me telling a story and it's not me telling some fake story that I'm, I'm want to like I want to be doing or some made up story that I may be doing. Like everything that I share on social media is me. Like it is literally what I do on a daily basis. It is literally who I am, whether it's the motivational post, whether it's like a little, like clip of me playing piano, whether it's me talking about some philosophy of, of the crypto space that I think uh, is relevant and important, like all of these things are uh, thought patterns I've had, or, or they're, they're actions that I've taken, or they're things that just define me as a human being. So like, when I'm looking at a lot of the people that are trying to become content creators and, and, and putting stuff out there, I think people put too much pressure on themselves to create an audience. And that is part of it. And then tending to your audience is also a part of it, right? So like people want more followers, but they completely ignore the followers that they do have. And that's like the opposite way that you build an audience. I don't like have this... like thing where every day I wake up and I'm like how can I get more followers how can I get more followers no like the thing like if anything at all the thing that I think about is how can I tend to the followers that I currently have and that like that's the same thing if you have 100 followers or a hundred thousand followers you should be thinking about how can I deliver the highest quality of content the best amount of information the things that people really want to hear and need to hear to the followers that I do have, whether you have 100, or whether you have, like I said, whether you have 100, or you have 10,000 or 100,000, how do I deliver the best content to them? And yeah, and how are they receiving the content that I am sharing? Because if you can learn that, and you can get better at doing that, like, more followers are going to come naturally if that's your goal. If like if that's something you want, um, and a lot of people don't want that, and that's fine too, you know. But if if it's something that you do want, like you, you just got to do it in a more natural way. There's too many people trying to buy followers. There's too many people trying to force content. For me, the best piece of advice I have for anybody is like be yourself. Moving on into into like the companies like companies that I've started specifically, we'll start we'll talk about Elevated District. Like that all started when. I went to Asia for the first time. And the only reason I went to Asia for the first time was because people kept inviting me to conferences, you know, and that all started because I had been sharing stuff on social media and and grown some sort of presence on social media. So I went to these conferences and these companies would come up to me and they would be like, hey, like, how did you grow a brand on social media? Like you have a community that gets really good engagement and you have a lot of people talking to you and you have a lot of people that you communicate with on a daily basis. How did you do this? And that's when I saw the need for that, right? So it, 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 goes, uh, it goes hand in hand with, with the first comment I made is I think people are not only forcing, trying to become quote, quote influencers or content creators and forcing building a following, but they're also like a lot of people forced trying to build a company. They have an idea and they say this is something that that people need or this is what I want to build and then they try to force it into people's mouths. The matter of fact is I've never sold anyone on my services. Um, I've never gone up to someone and say, "Hey, you, you like you, you need this? You need this right now? And this is my prices, and and I'll, I'll sell you on this." The fact is, every single client that I've ever had in my marketing company to this date has been specifically uh, has specifically come to me because, because they wanted to come to me. I I didn't pitch them on anything. They, they would come to me and they say, Hey, we need what you're, you're giving, how much does it cost and how do we get involved? And so I guess what I'm getting at, like with all of this is it's the path of least resistance, at least in my reality, I choose the path of least resistance, I think things flow better when you are acting like yourself, when you're being yourself, and when you start to observe the reality around you, you know, I observed that people needed X, Y, and Z services for social media growth and community building. So I followed that and and worked my fucking ass off to get it set up and do these do the things that I do. But the 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 opportunity came to me and i took advantage of that opportunity so long story short that was long-winded what i'm getting at is if you're an entrepreneur and you are trying to force it and it just isn't working it's probably because you're just trying to force it just be yourself chill out relax and observe what wants to happen and take action on the things that come to you
1: you went over a lot there some great great knowledge that you've dropped um, but i think your biggest like you said your biggest piece of advice is to grow naturally. You know, you were just being yourself and people really liked what you were doing. And so, you know, you started building that following. You also talked about kind of catering to the following that you do have. I know so many people who are out there trying to get bigger and bigger and bigger. And what you did was you focused on the people who are following you and you provided great content to them. And then other people saw that and they said, hey, you know, if I follow this guy, he's going to provide great content to me and that's how you've kind of organically grown your brand, your business. And then I really like this whole fact that you, know, you haven't sold anybody on any of your businesses. Um, I think that this community and this space, there's a lot of quote unquote shilling involved and a lot of people are trying to sell you this service, trying to sell you that service. And what you've done is you've built a business that has such great service and provides so much quality that other companies and other projects are kind of reaching reaching out to you. So for anyone listening, kind of follow in Nye's footsteps. Be yourself. You'll you'll grow organically. That's nothing that you can force and provide quality content over anything.
0: And and even to add on to that, like and, and to discuss the sales part a little bit more. I- This is the way that I like, this is the way my mentality works around it, right? Is if you are in a position of sales and there's some like some of my best friends, like Birch, uh, Bitcoin Birch and the Bravado guys, they're amazing salesmen. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you're good at it, do it, rock it. For me personally, in my reality, it's just not the way that I do things. It's not the way I like to do things. Um, And this is why. It's because when you go to sell someone on something and you have to maybe be a little pushy or you have to just be like, that sales mentality where you are like uh, aggressive might not be the right word, but we're going to use aggressive here. When you're aggressive on a, on a sales tactic, and you have to sell them on something, and when you sell them on something, you are uh, setting your expect their expectations of you extremely high. But when someone comes to me and they say, "I want to work with you," I've I've immediately like I've immediately uh, uh, met their expectations before I even have to do anything, which is the best part about it because they they want to work with me. They know the services that I can provide. They know the value that I have. I don't have to prove my value. I don't have to prove my worth to anyone. I I am my worth and I am my value, and they know that already. But when you're selling someone, what you're doing when you do the work for them is you are proving your that your value is equal to your sales pitch or greater than your sales pitch. Um, So for me and the way that I operate, I operate like in a much more relaxed standpoint. I'm a much more chill, like like laid back individual. I let things come to me. And uh, and when they do come to me, I I just fucking work my ass off and I, I give them more than they could ever expect.
1: There we go. It really speaks with everything that, you know, it speaks on who you are as a person with everything that you're doing and how successful you've been. So I know a lot of people right now are kind of in limbo. They're working real jobs and then putting a bunch of effort into crypto, kind of trying to make this a full time thing. Seems like a lot of people are very passionate about it. And, you know, the goal is to eventually do something that you're very passionate about. And so I, I think a lot of people are again wanting to do what you do where you've turned this into a full-time job can you just speak about that a little bit you know like what were your thoughts what was going through your mind when you decided that you know it was crypto full-time oh it was stressful as
0: hell man it was stressful as hell i mean like like full-time crypto like it was it was interesting because like i went quote unquote full-time crypto um at the same time that my mom hit me up and she's like hey your dad's getting surgery thankfully don't no no worries nothing was wrong with him he's just getting a knee surgery so he could play some better golf but he, she hit me up and she was like would you mind like coming and 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 staying at home with us for a little while helping me take care of him and things like that until he gets on his feet and and it was luckily around the, uh, the same period of time and, and i was going through some stuff as well and i said sure why not that that sounds good to me and uh, so thankfully Technically, I went full time crypto when I didn't have very many expenses. I'm very, very grateful for for my family for helping me with that, and it was it was an awesome time to reconnect with them. But when I like, the, I guess the the real thing is when I went really full time crypto was when I started Elevated District, and I was in Asia. I only had a few thousand dollars to my name left in terms of like what was in my bank account. I still had a decent amount in crypto, but I didn't want to sell it. You know what I mean? And it was it was a, it was a stressful time because I was. I was I was I was split between two different paths, you know. There was people offering me lots of money to shill projects in in like and, and on Twitter and things like that. And they weren't projects that I like felt like were okay to shill. like yeah it'll make me money in the short term it'll make me running right now but it didn't feel comfortable doing it i didn't like what the companies were doing i could tell they weren't they weren't good and what i'm building is more valuable than a few thousand dollars uh uh to to live off of in the present moment so i had to turn down all of these offers i had to find a whole new way a whole new revenue stream to bring money in and at the same time i was in hong kong at the time i remember it specifically Walking down the street, check my bank balance, realized like I did not have enough money to make it through the rest of the Asia trip and I had to start selling crypto. And I started to sell like a lot of the crypto that I had left and uh, just to make it through the first round of Asia. And I was getting a little worried. I was getting stressed. And It's not easy, man and the only thing that you can do for like entrepreneurs that are listening when you're in that situation is the only thing you can do is fucking let go and have faith and just keep moving forward like you can't get stuck in the fear of what if it doesn't work out you have to make a decision and, and for me the decision was to sell my investments in cryptocurrency which i didn't want to do i wanted to hold on to those for the next five ten years but my decision was i sold probably i would say up to like 50 to 70 percent of the crypto that i was holding in order to continue to build upon what i was building and create what upon was i was creating and i trusted the process and thankfully because of that i also have at least one solid stream of income from my marketing company that keeps coming in uh that's allowing me to go back to asia in a couple weeks and to travel to more crypto conferences and meet cool people and uh and and bring more cool content to the people that do follow me so it's a struggle in one regard and i think a lot of people who are in business will relate. It's one struggle in one regard in morality, right? It's it's understanding that you cannot break your moral compass in order to make money. It just isn't. It isn't okay. It never will be okay. Even if you think like for one second, oh, I, if I just do this one deal here, or this one thing here, like it'll get me through the next couple of weeks and then I can be more legit. Like it'll never work like that. You always have to fucking follow your moral compass always uh and then two you also have to let go and realize like you don't know what's going to happen and that's what you need as an entrepreneur it's fucking confidence in yourself
1: there we go and it sounds like that confidence has kind of grown over time there are really you know so many times where you could have just given up you could have quit you could have said this is too much for me but you didn't you could have started chilling unethical projects you could have kept all your crypto you could have left asia you could have gone home and just said you know what, I tried the entrepreneur thing, it didn't work out. We had been in a downtrend for a very long time. And you said, it doesn't matter. I've, I'm We're down from all time high, I'm going to sell this, I'm going to continue to pursue this business that I've been slowly building. And now you're here.
0: I'll even add to it a little bit there. It's like, like what you're saying is 100% on point, And it was about understanding my vision, right? So I think a lot of entrepreneurs, it's very stressful financially for many entrepreneurs who are just starting because they're like, how do I make money quickly to get this off the ground so I can keep going? The fact of the matter is, the way that I look at it is that I'm playing the game for the next like minimum five years, 10 years, very minimum. I think that crypto is going to explode and not just financially, but like in terms of popularity in the next five, 10 years. And I think that like I'm getting opportunities now, but like, I think in the next five, 10 years, I'm going to be getting a hundred X more opportunities and a hundred X higher quality opportunities to participate in this space. And that's where it came for me when I was selling my crypto. I, like I realized I was actually selling my crypto to a make an investment in something that I actually believe will be more valuable than my crypto in the next five, years. I think that's where it is. You gotta, you gotta pick a vision. You gotta see what you want. You gotta s- like really get very fucking clear about what you want. And you can't create anything in reality unless you're really, really clear on what you want. And then when you get clear on what you want, there's gonna be tests and there's still tests like every single day for me, but there's gonna be tests where you you uh, are are pushed to the limit and, and you're, you're pushed past your boundaries and you have to make hard choices and th- Those hard choices will define where you end up and whether or not not you succeed or not.
1: You know, those tough decisions like having to sell your crypto are really in the grand scheme of things going to be more of a minute thing because you have this much bigger vision of what you want all of this to be. And that's kind of a perfect explanation for why you were able to sell your crypto when so many other people couldn't or wouldn't have in your situation. So we've talked about what you're doing, we've talked about how you've built this brand, you've turned yourself into this content creator and digital marketer who's very well known in this space. Can we now talk about what you are most excited for in 2019 with regards to you, your brand, your businesses, and then also crypto in general? Definitely, definitely.
0: Um, I'm really excited about being on stage more. So I've got three speaking gigs locked in. One is at Tokenomics in uh, Bangkok at the end of February. Then Hong Kong Blockchain Week at the beginning of March, and then I got a really, really big speaking spot, which I can't announce yet. But um, it'll be it'll be a good one. It'll be a good one when I can't announce it. I'm really excited about it. Um, so I'm stoked about that. I'm stoked about the Evolvement podcast. I've been putting like way too much time and effort in, into creating it. I want to get really, really good at like asking questions and interviewing people. And yeah, that's, that's like, that's pretty much, that's pretty much the two main things I'm excited about right now. I'm excited to meet more people. I'm excited to see what else is being built in the space. I'm excited to see the possible price action that, that happens. Um, and I'm just excited to do ten more events and kick it with more people
1: there we go yeah so you've got you know those two that you mentioned those two speaking events that you're going to be at and then you've got one more so everyone is listening be on the lookout for that also check the description we're going to have michael's podcast we'll have a link to that just continue to be on the lookout for everything that that nye's got going on he's doing big things this year so lastly i know you've dropped you know tip after tip and so many knowledge bombs but say crypto crashed and failed but not crypto you know as a whole just everything that you've got going on what's the first thing that you would do to get back to where you're at today i'd probably have to sit with
0: it and and go through a lot of different emotions in order to have clarity on what the next step would be uh like like really what i'm getting at with that point specifically is like even if i ended up spending all my money like uh and i still had the brand and i still had the podcast and things like that like i would work my fucking ass off in a kitchen or in in any sort of uh in any sort of like normal day job environment in order to in order to get better at at what i was doing on the back end you know i wouldn't give up and i think that's 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 really the point that i'm trying to make is like i've i've been in places where like in situations where i've fucking lost everything and i'm not like i'm not exaggerating like when i say that i mean i've lost fucking everything um, and I know there's a lot of people that are that are listening to this who have as well, because I think that's part of like what kind of breeds an entrepreneur man- mentality is like losing a lot and then re- having to rebuild. And you have to keep going, you have to keep pushing, you have to figure out a way to fucking pick yourself out up off the dirt if bad shit happens to you, you got to pick yourself up, you got to figure out how you are going to make yourself better. And then from there, you can make the world around you better and your own personal reality
1: better. And that's the only way to do it, man. I love it. Two things I just want to touch on. The first thing you said was that you would really focus on your emotions and kind of figure out where you want to go again. And I think that that kind of circles back to this whole figuring out your vision before jumping into anything. You're not going to you're not going to be able to create this big, you know, whether it be brand or business or whatever it is that you're trying to create. You're not going to be able to do it if you don't know the vision that you and the direction you want to take things in. So I think that's the first thing, and then continue to push through and persevere if you are struggling. Yeah, I mean,
0: even to touch on that a little bit, right? I think that um, the the first point, like that that you made around the uh, uh, having emotional clarity is key. Like it is the key. Like. I, I can't stress it enough it's it's it creates self-awareness it breeds um, um, all the mental and and emotional and spiritual things that you need in order to succeed in any part of life whether it's a business whether it's an entrepreneur a entrepreneurial ves- venture whether it's a relationship whatever it is um, and like I spend a large majority of every single day while I while I work my fucking ass off on the computer and I hustle I spend a large majority of the day getting as, as as clear as i can on my emotional uh my emotional i guess what all i'm getting at is having emotional fucking clarity in whatever way that you can learn to do that is the most valuable thing in every single aspect of life
1: couldn't have said it better myself and i'm not even going to try thank you so much for coming on you've dropped So much knowledge for the people that are listening. I'm sure they're going to have to go back and listen to this multiple times because from start to finish, you've just laid out so many different ways that you can be successful in this space. So again, I want to thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. No worries, brother. Thank you for having me. This was a good one. Of course. I really appreciate it, man. All right, guys, that wraps up another episode. And I just want to take a quick second to ask you a huge favor. If you found anything in the episode helpful, or it's been inspiring to you in any way, I just ask that you share it with your friends, family, anyone you know on social media, um, and hopefully we can help them out as well. Have a good one.